Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady Society podcast. I'm Gisani. I'm Jenna. And we are here to talk about the last episode of season two, The Viscount Who Loved Me. I knew the last episode was going to be called this. I did too. Yeah, that was the one fan like headcanon that I feel like 90% of us had and it came true. Yeah. So yeah. Also, oh, like, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Naturally. And yeah. it is, it's the best episode of the season. So it is. Or at least it's my favorite. It is. It's yeah. It's my favorite too. I do think it's the best though. Imperfect, but you know, yeah, unfortunately imperfect, but it's okay. Do we want to start with the Bridgertons, the Featheringtons, the Sharmas? Where do we want to begin? Should we like do the Featheringtons first just to get it over with? Yeah. Or are we actually you know? over it? Or, you know, it, are we going to have more of it next season? Jesus Christ, we're a cracker. I don't even have that much, that many notes for them. So maybe we should just. All I have that aside. is that Polly Walker was fantastic when she said, I am a mother. That's it. That's all Polly, I got. Yeah. Polly Walker is, yeah, she's the best. She is. Um, uh, oh, there was like one thing during one of the Featherington scenes that Prudence and Philippa were saying, like, everyone loves a touch of drama about inviting the Sharma and Bridgertons to the ball. I'm like, okay, that's you being like, we love the drama, but we don't, you know, you know I'm what? Like, let's. Let's talk about the Featheringtons because I feel like we should get this out of the way. Um, yeah. As of right now, whenever this podcast airs, we now have confirmation that season three will be following Colin and Penelope's story. Yes. And to pretend that we are excited would be an understatement. Um, and you mean not an is- understatement. No, I know what you're trying to say. It came out. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm trying to say because I'm not thrilled about it. I'm not even a little happy about it. I am quite frankly, very mm. sad about it. Um, Agreed. You guys should know. I think we've said this before, um, but we both love Colin and Penelope so much. Mm-hmm. Top three for both of yes. us. I, I, they're top three. It's funny because, like, from the books and everything, they're absolutely my top two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always really love Benedict and Sophie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like, but I always had issues, which we've talked about, with, like, mm-hmm. how they handled the whole mistress thing. And that kept them from being the top two for me. Mm-hmm. But I do really, it's tough. Kate and Anthony are my top. But Yeah, <laughs> that's very obvious for both of us. But we do yes. love them a lot. Yeah. Yes. Like Romance of Mr. Bridgerton is my second favorite book yeah. of the series. So this is way too soon. Ne- none of us can even predict how they're going to handle it. Um, not to mention the fact that there is so much to clean up from this episode that just. It would have been really nice seeing them cle- um, handle things on their own for a little while yeah. more. Um, especially like Penelope, I think she needs to repair her relationship with Eloise. Yep. Um, and them going into this after what happened with Eloise and what happened with Colin is like maximum drama for them, yep. which 
make sense given what happened this season. Right. And I mean, we can't go in, especially after the season, like looking to the book for any guidance at this point because they went off the rails with this book and clearly we are in a completely different territory next season yeah because we're not there's no way we're getting a 10-year time jump and then what benedict's relationship is going to be in the past like we're going back to the past to watch his like there's no way um no it better be and like again i've said this before like i want it to be next season because i want to see what's going on with kate and anthony and they said, like, we should be seeing them still in their newlywed phase. Like, there's still so much we haven't seen from their book. So I want it to be next season. But for Colin and Penelope, I don't want it to be next no, season. No, because, first of all, Colin's personality on the TV show, he's, I feel like he's a fetus. Like, and I I just, and, Very and this young. is largely because Luke Newton is playing his age. Like, Luke Newton is playing a 21 year old. I, I have nothing against Luke Newton or Pen- um, Nicola. Nicola. Both of them. Yes. Nothing Both of them. against actors. They are fantastic. Right. And because they're old enough, I could completely see them as Colin and Penelope when we have the time jump. But right now I cannot see them being remotely intimate because I'm seeing fetuses basically. Like they're both children to me. I know Colin feels 21. He feels very young. Like Luke Newton is playing that really well. Like it is a testament to their acting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Both of them. Like they feel their age. Right. So it's like uh, close in age to us is like hard to believe. I feel like she's 18 years old, which is what she first time I heard she got cast. Isn't she like 15? Because I'm used to her from Dairy Girls. And I'm like, what? What is your skincare routine, Nicola? Exactly. I would love to know. <laughs> and um, then I found out she was like 30 and I'm like, oh, okay. My mind is blown. So so they're both capable of bringing book Colin and Penelope to life. There's no doubt about that. Oh my but God. Yeah. Colin, and we've already special. had. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a lot of really amazing moments with them already, but it's just like, I still feel like there needs to be more growth on both sides. Exactly. Like. If I have to hear him talk about his travels one more time, I will lose my shit. But not to mention the fact that, like, I genuinely don't, like, Colin needs to go out more. Like, you've seen Greece. Now go to, I don't know, Amsterdam. Go to Wales. Go to, was, go Wales, anywhere. He went to Wales. Yeah. He did, yeah. He, did call. he did go to Wales. I don't know. Go to Italy. Go somewhere. Go again. Leave. But it's because he needs to grow. And I just cannot imagine an organic growth taking place within one year. And if they do, you know, they have changed his personality a bit. Colin is not the like womanizer that he was. Um, And so I could look at it as, oh, he's this hopeless romantic. And all of a sudden he sees Penelope, but like it changes so much of their trope, which was this really, really slow burn. Like their slow burn is fantastic. And yeah, friends to lovers still remains. But like when Colin has that aha moment, it just hits harder in the book because of how long it's been. I I don't know how it's going to hit me. I really hope we could come back here next year and bite our tongues. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, Please, I don't I trust to. that that's not going to happen right now. Right yeah, now, yeah. I'm just sitting here going, well, I'm not excited. I'm sorry. You should have been season four. 
we'll give it a try, but it's, it's just after where we left off, like, you know, his comment about, I will never dream, of, you know, courting Penelope Featherington mm-hmm. and not in your million dreams, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Not to mention the fight with Eloise. Like, yeah. So do we want to talk about that stuff first before we get yeah. into everything else? Let's, let's go yeah. into it. So, I mean, like they start off really good this episode yeah. with like him. And again, like, I love seeing this mm-hmm. of him, like grabbing her hand yep, and yep. bringing her like all of that was great. And him like telling about telling her about the, um, the necklace, the whole thing with cousin Jack, like very, very good. Mm-hmm. I really like that stuff. Um, and then Portia like finding them and it's like, oh my God, like, yeah. And whoa. Portia doesn't act on this. Like that is the most out of character thing in this episode that Portia does not force them into marriage right then and there. I know, but I guess, cause she got found out. So it does make sense. Cause then she's floundering and panicking cause yeah. he found her out, but, um, what you call, and then it does hurt the like pen seeing him dance with Cressida, mm-hmm. but then he takes a necklace, like all that ended up like really nice and like you are special to me I will mm-hmm. look after you like all that was great um but then there is that scene yeah and it's cruel and she hears it after the whole situation with Eloise which yeah the whole scene with Eloise is rough but like yes. from the second that Claudia Jesse shows us that like Eloise is piecing everything oh together yeah. on the dance floor where you're just like, oh my God, she just cracked. She cracked. Yeah. It's time. She finally cracked. She got it. Um, yeah. Like brilliant. Yeah. And how did she figure to go look on her floors? But it does make sense because, you know, in um, To Sir Philip with Love, we learned that, Elo- uh, you know, Penelope. Eloise is very thorough. <laughs> Yeah, and it makes sense because Penelope finds the letters to Philip in, in to Sir Philip with love. Right. So that's true. But yeah, I like the the call back to that, like her finding, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like it's rough. Like this whole scene though, like as rough as it is, it's it, like you said, it's so well acted. Mm-hmm. Um you understand where both women are coming right. from. And I don't know. I feel like you can feel for both of them. You can mm-hmm. get annoyed at both of them. Um, you can and I get angry like, at both of them. Like, yeah, in this like, scene, I feel like no one's in it. No one's more innocent than the other. Yeah. You no, know, Eloise is wrong. And Penelope is wrong. It's ugly. It's yeah. messy. It's dirty. They both bite each other. Um, mm-hmm. I know people get really upset about the insipid wallflower comment. But yeah. that is meant like the thing with that comment is that it comes straight from Eloise being called out and feeling angry about being called yeah. out and snapping in a way to silence. And it's cruel. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're and both you know what, cruel. Like that, ha- like this is more believable though than the half sister comment yep. of season of episode six. Yep. Like, you see where this is coming from. And Eloise was cruel, but Eloise did say too, like, and she, she's right. Like this, it was personal in the way that Penelope went after her, even though she was trying to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. the right thing would have been turn yourself in. Yeah. Or tell her it's me. How do we figure this out? Work together to do this, but she didn't. 
And they're 18 year olds, which again, you're going to tell me that these 18 year olds, either of them are ready to find love right now. No, neither of them are Daphne. That's the thing. That's the huge difference between Penelope and Eloise, even though Penelope, contrary to Eloise, likes balls and she likes the idea of courting and she's, you know, in love with Colin and she wants romance. But neither of them are ready for what that actually entails. Like, Mm-hmm. I can't imagine any of them. Well, granted, Colin and Penelope don't have kids for a while, but still, like, I can't imagine either of them as mothers because they need to grow individually before. Yeah. And that's that. the same can be said for Edwina. Much of what Edwina falls in love with is this idea of love and marriage without mm-hmm. truly understanding what that actually entails, the same way yeah. that like Daphne does and the way that Kate does. And again, same age. Daphne was 18. But she's a different 18-year-old than... Yeah. And on top of that, she is the oldest daughter. Yeah. So she had so much more responsibility. And Penelope is the youngest daughter. Yep. And Eloise is the rebel. Younger. Yeah. And And younger. Yeah. Not the complete youngest, but still younger, did not have that responsibility. So it's like, you can understand how different these teenagers are right but even when Fran debuts next season which I assume oh well another thing to talk about that Francesca has been recast um, yes which is very sad and it's gonna be very hard to get used to for me at least even though she's not been in this show long but it's like yeah when I read the books I was imagining her older with her her face um But the new actress that they cast, I hope this actually means that we're not going to be constantly questioning where Francesca is. I hope so too. we're actually going to get screen time with her. Assuming since she's debuting, we'll at least meet John. However, with Francesca, different actresses aside, that doesn't matter. In that single shot when, you know, Francesca says, oh, like Eloise, come see the baby. Like, you can see Francesca's maturity compared to Eloise's from a mile away, despite the yeah. fact that Francesca is younger. So if Francesca comes up next season and says, I'm ready for marriage, I'm like, yes, you are. You are but ready. I believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And it's like, that's something she wants. Eloise doesn't want it. And no. that's fine. But again, you know? there's, there's something about Francesca that is more mature than even Penelope. Because Penelope has to grow in her own way to be able to yeah. stand on her own without whistle down. And so mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Is Colin going to just keep whistle down a secret? Like, yeah, you said something. Like, right. Me. So yeah. One of my thoughts was like, so if they're going to reveal, will they reveal whistle down? Because that is a major part of their story. Mm-hmm. And like whistle down is a crutch for Penelope. And I think that's yeah. almost like too what, help keeps her from maturing more exactly is having that um so my theory was clearly there is some stuff going on at netflix unfortunately um as far as it's been very public that there have been a lot of layoffs in animation and journalism um so i was almost wondering like are they going to maybe reveal um who Lady Whistledown is earlier so that maybe Julie Andrews will not be narrating anymore. But again, who knows? There, That is me completely putting things out there that I, I don't know anything of what's going on. But and that was idea, the first thing that popped into my mind. The idea, what scares me is that's fine. 
Because again, we had that thought that like, well, that would happen by season four anyway. Like Lady Whistledown yeah. is not really a presence in five and six and beyond. Um, I also all- feel like it's a, I'm just saying like, I feel like ha- the, the how much they um, focus on Lady Whistledown yeah. hurts the overall story. Whereas yeah. like in the books, it makes sense. It's a gossip column. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little thing. But I think they use it as a crutch for overarching storylines. So yeah. it might be nice to not have her. Right. After next but season. how are, you know, and then I start to think about the promo department and how that's going to come to play. And God, I really hope what they don't do is they don't have somebody else like pick up and the I, lady whistle down pen and or start a to new scandal. Yeah. yeah or a new and have it that some kind thing. of pretty little liars shit with another a another a like i if that happens on this show i cannot say that i will say nice things because i just i that's not my brand i cannot (laughs) roll with things like that i unfortunately am mentally preparing myself for that i don't want it but i am almost expecting it to happen just with how much they are leaning into the whole gossip um like regency culture of that era yeah yeah no yeah. i'm not here for it um yeah so I, i'm here I for the romance I, yep that's it romance and family that's what i'm here for give me the cheesy stuff yes the only and, i and want to see angst. exactly yes and i want to see friendships as well yeah that goes in with family like i cannot wait to see how eloise and penelope are going to come back together because their relationship truly is like the earlier in this season was just beautiful Uh so it's like i want i can't wait to see how they handle that and how they get past this yep because you know that's why the insipid wallflower hits so hard because she uses the same words that Cressida did that she defended her against and yeah. I bet you anything that their reunion scene will make us cry. I don't doubt that. Oh, yeah. Like, it, I'm going to cry because this made me cry. Like, I couldn't yeah. believe it. So, yeah. A testament to performances. But, um. And I, then, and then there's the awful moment with Colin saying, like, it's yeah. right after that, right? And I hate this because I, the the yeah. one before stung, but at least he was saying it to Benedict and Anthony who do not judge Penelope and who do adore her. Yeah. But these guys, they're going to judge her and they're going to judge the relationship. And it's just gross. But yeah, it really is. The fact that it is with these people who don't yeah. like her. And he says not in your wildest fantasies. I was like, I feel oh, like, boy, oh, I feel like they went a little too far there, yeah. but I, that's what they like. But to I do, also kind of got so. the feeling that it's like, it's such a dude bro moment for Colin. Like he doesn't, yeah, which, whereas oh. I feel like with the brothers, he did kind of mean it. Like it was more like, Fair. Uh, like frustrated Colin, you know, but like this, I feel like Fair. this was orchestrated and he knew what he was saying, but he didn't mean what he was saying. Like he himself, because this Colin does like Colin and Penelope are truly friends in the show. Yes. They're, they're not in the books. Like he's not forced to dance with her. You know, he's not doing mm-hmm. it, but his mom is making him. He genuinely like Penelope is a constant for him and Penelope is a comfort for him. So when he's yeah. dancing with her, it's like, Oh, thank God. Like it's Penelope. Like it's not somebody mm-hmm. else. Like there's, there's a comfort there that is really grounded in their friendship. So it's like, you know, it is going to be interesting to see, but like right now it's a little sad and jarring, but 
Yeah, I was really looking forward to Benedict next season. So, like, I feel really bad for all the Benedict and Sophie fans because it really does. It really stinks. And like, I if they did this to us and we did not have Kate, I would feel so anxious. Like, just tell me who Kate is at least. Like, just say who Sophie is and I'll wait. Um, But I really hope. yeah I yeah I hope we get her John get John John and Michael casting and I really think they're gonna try to play the courtship of John and we'll actually see it and it'll make his death like feel more sad because it was sad in the books but like because we don't get so much of their relationship it's not as sad but I feel like with the show it'll be sadder because we'll see all of those things yeah that's yeah. just a prediction. Who even knows? Who knows? Maybe Francesca will be at at Winnie's again. I I don't know anymore. Yeah. I don't know anything. I can't make any predictions in this no. show anymore. So, because two of my things that I was like, oh, they won't do that happens. So you know what? Maybe you'll get your Footman fantasy at this point. <laughs> Who knows? You <laughs> it know? wouldn't shock me. Do you want to talk about your Footman? Your beloved Footman. The footman. I love him. I've loved him since not to be that person, but I really did. I, their exchange, even in the season finale of last season, I was like, there's something here, but anyways, um, (laughs) I love, he just like comes in, lets Eloise know. And it's just like that little, you know, that little, I think you want to see this, right. My, yeah. (laughs) To return there was some caps here but he says you know he'll be waiting outside like knowing what she's gonna do and then we have theo and eloise back together working to finally to whistle down mm-hmm. once again um which you know i get it again like it's very i don't love the back and forth with eloise and lady whistle down no but again it makes sense here for her to want to go after her after she said all that stuff and also isn't it a big thing because it's like pen was the only one who knew and no one else knew and it really is messed up um oh and then there's that eloise and penelope scene outside the modiste that i forgot about like do not scream at me and i was like oh that's something yeah which like eloise got hyper but i didn't think she was screaming at her and like that like made me really uncomfortable yeah i was like oh this is like the snapping this is so awkward earlier yeah yeah like i i feel like um again it is on both sides but like there's some stuff that penelope does i'm like whoa like there's a lot of manipulation going on here so that i is really trying to get her off her tail yeah, and like I don't love that because again, like so many things could have been avoided uh-huh. if she opened up to her friend. So I don't know. Um it's it's rough. Um and then Eloise and Theo break up, quote unquote. Uh-huh. After um you like, know will we see Theo again? I don't know. Anything. I don't know. But Penelope got into Eloise's head. Yeah. And the, she almost kisses Theo and then she, uh, she's out, yep, you know, um, I like that Julia had said that this storyline was more about, um, less about her and Theo, but more about her actually stepping outside of her sphere. Yeah. Like um, I've always said that it's not that Eloise 
like hates men, but it's just this idea that she just does not like this routine of courtship and meeting at balls and like dancing and stuff like that's not her brand. I was just like, she would fall in love with a footman, you know, or like, but not like some upper class, genteel bread, like blood man. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But yeah. (laughs) But yeah. And then like her just like getting out of all that um, privilege and seeing how people really do have to work. So like, and all this stuff. So it's like, I hope she's a little more inclusive next season, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, and then I think, oh, we have, I feel like we're jumping all over the place because now I'm going through. Go continue uh, with Eloise. What else is Eloise? Eloise. Yeah, we have Eloise and Benedict on the swings again. Oh yeah, I do love this scene because imposter syndrome is a B-I-T-C-H. I hate Can't imposter confirm. syndrome. I currently feel it. It is not fun. And I really love that they did that with Benedict because yeah, it's true. Like anyone in a creative field Anytime you think you have something or you don't, and the it's not fun. Negative it one out of ten. Do not recommend. Fun. No, no, I hate it. Yep, and I really love, and I love that at the ball he says um, "steady" to her. Like I love that word. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's such a good scene between them that it's like we'll get there. Again, yeah. Benedict, this should have been his season. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, but then there's also that scene with Eloise and Violet at the beginning of the ball when she's like, the only thing that would disappoint me is seeing you care about what anyone else thinks. That would not be you. And I'm like, oh. That like, was I so just sweet. choked up again because I do <laughs> love that scene. And I'm really glad we have a follow-up of that because I remember watching that scene. Yeah. And thinking, Are we going to have a follow-up of this? And even though it's really simple, it's exactly what Eloise needs. Eloise does not need a lecture from her mother a simple like no. sentence does the trick for her to really be like, okay, like, you know, it, it is like, they'll get me eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do like, even though like Benedict, like saying steady, but like the way he like hits her arm yeah. too. I I'm like, that. it's so cute. It's such, it's, it's just really cute. Um, so, yeah. Speaking and of Benedict, I, I think, I think Benedict. we move on to Benedict. Um, yeah. First of all, I asked this question last season, but how on earth did he see Kate's, you know, Anthony hauling Kate's body to? Yeah. I well, just, his, uh, his, his valet. valet oh, song. Where was your valet? Where are you? Like, do you have bachelor's lodgings? We don't know about my guy. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Because, you know, Anthony's bachelor's lodgings just disappeared. We already had this conversation, but they gone. Yeah. We don't know where we don't know anything about where we have no clue if Anthony is living in Bridgerton House or the Bachelor's Lodging still. So, so episode eight, here we are. We know nothing. Um, but I Um, do really love that scene because again, mm -hmm. and we've talked about this. People always say that, like, because again, Anthony's family, especially last last episode, episode six, treated him like garbage. Um, yeah, but with Benedict, at least Benedict has always been the one to ask him how he is. So yeah, I yeah. really love that. Like the first sentence in this is, are you all right? And like, when you look at yeah. Thompson's face in that scene, like this isn't Benedict joking. This isn't Benedict. Hi, this is Benedict with like his heart on his sleeve, genuinely concerned for his brother's well-being. And Anthony's just 
emotionally yeah. stunted and you know he he completely ignores him like other than saying it's my fault and then that scene where like his voice kind of fades away and you can hear benedict calling him oh but, like, god yeah his voice is fading i love that scene so much because it's just it's 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 a powerful moment in that like these are the kind of moments i wanted for this show yeah I, so. I love anytime we get like that serious sibling bond with them. It's like, it, I feel like it grounds the show. Yeah. You know, absolutely. like that, that's what we're all here for yep. besides the romance. And then going a little bit forward, you know, Benedict finds out that Anthony's donation secured his spot at the art Academy. And I have questions about this first and foremost, when did Anthony find out about this? Because Benedict just to told Colin and then the next night, or that same night, actually, if we assume that timelines are a thing, mm-hmm. Benedict gets his acceptance letter. Yeah. Make it make sense here. So we also know, we learn in this episode that Anthony is very, very careful with like where their money goes and what they're doing. So did he see that there was uh, like... <laughs> application fee i don't know do they have application fees in regions i don't know what i was thinking and again we should not be doing this because if this is a major plot point it should have been brought up earlier in the show what a concept Um, but (laughs) um even if we got like a letter saying like uh benedict's inquiry or like is pending blah 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 like sent to anthony yeah like then that would make more sense or he sees it um, or being, or getting a letter being like, we're getting, looking at Benedict's application. Right, we're but we're in Regency England where letters do not get sent that quickly. Like, this isn't like me but sending no, they have expresses. They do, but they have ex- imagine it being that quick. No, oh no, I'm saying if it was before Aubrey Hall, because he had to do it while there was still he money did. But then, exactly, why didn't we see it? And uh, it's so we stupid, sh- but <laughs> we have so many shots of Anthony, like, at his desk. Why couldn't it be like, oh, this one's from the Royal Academy yeah. of Artists? Even just saying that, we don't even have to know what's in there. Yep. And we get the picture that he knows about it. Yeah. It would have been taken two seconds, and it would have set that up perfectly, rather than us being like, how did he know? So. Yeah. But what that tells me, regardless, is that Anthony does believe in his siblings and you know, he's, he's quiet about his belief, but Benedict believes the polar opposite and thinks that he is an imposter. And when I love that scene, when he tells Anthony and Anthony's like, Benedict, like you sound like me, stop that. Like, I love that. you know, I, you are the reason that like, I have this new perspective essentially. Mm-hmm. So and him saying like painting is one of your many talents, like seeing what others need, even when they cannot see it themselves, like literally what a great line from Anthony. And just like, even though Benedict's just like, enjoy the rest of your evening, like, you know, he dismisses it. He's He's full blown imposter syndrome right now. But like, I love seeing Anthony being so supportive of him. Yeah, so much like we're seeing him show up. And it's just, I cannot wait for more of that. Hopefully we get it. Um, I'm crossing my fingers and my Speaking of Anthony, you know, he has his like moment when he's just like, 
Colin, where are the funds going? Yada, yada, like full on. Oh, yeah, we skip that. Um, mm-hmm. Yelling at everybody. <laughs> I just love how the kids are like, and this is okay. We're just, let's go. I think we're done with Benedict, right? We are at that point. Um, we just need to do Karma's Bridget. Well, and so we'll go into Bridgerton's. So, you know, I, the, I love this moment because this is the moment where Gregory is like, you know, I could imagine a little itty bitty Gregory in his nursing room. I don't know how long he is, where he is. Just being like, oh, like I, you know, I told Anthony that I'm going to go like practice my Latin. Maybe I should actually go talk to him about Latin because everything has to go through Anthony. Like he really mm-hmm. does take that to heart. He does. And then he, he goes to talk to Anthony. Oh, we're going right into We're that. going there. We're going to the Bridgerton family. And I just. I wrote a scene breakdown for this, but like when I tell you that like it was hard, it's hard, man. This is single-handedly the best sibling moment in the entire show with any siblings. So I, um, I don't yeah, know how to talk scene. about this scene if you do. I mean, you uh, I mean nothing will ever scratch what you wrote in your scene breakdown because literally perfect I feel scene like I didn't even write anything like I just feel like I was writing tears like words in the form of tears it's it's rough because it's like it's just such a brilliant scene yeah. to show how far Anthony has come in mm-hmm. um just how you know Kate has pushed him to like really you know, she's questioned him a lot and that does yeah. force him to get more introspective and like, and having Gregory come to him, like, it's literally just such a beautiful moment of brotherhood and like yeah. seeing him as that father figure really for like someone who did not know his father. Um, and just like, like, <laughs> wish I could have played a prank on him. Oh my mm. God. That sweet baby angel will like, I, he, he just has such an innocent face. <sighs> And it's just so heartbreaking because you're like, you don't deserve this. Like, you don't deserve no. to not know your father. Not that anybody in no. the world does, but like, um, it's just, it's rough, man. And Wally, back to Wally's article, you know, she said something that I was just like, ah, why did you make me think this? But it's so true. Like when Anthony says, like, I do love the contrast of, Violet watching this moment happen, but I would have given anything to see how Jonathan play, uh, how Jonathan Bailey plays that scene of saying, I have shown up far too late for far too long. I wanted to see that face because then otherwise that's fine to have like Violet, you know, hearing this, watching this. Um, Cause it's I important for her too. It's equally important for her to see this for her kids mm-hmm. and to know that she is also responsible for not talking about Edmund. Um, but like, I wish we got to see his face. I think especially for such an important character yeah. moment and turning point for him, it really, it's really sad that we don't get to see yeah. that. But, because um, here is proof I, of the fact that Anthony Bridgerton listens and he takes into yeah. account what people say. Yeah. And we were saying that, uh, and I love that, um, on the show, like even through all last season, like he does listen to people. Mm -hmm. He might be like a little proud about how he does things, but he does listen and he 
mans up to things. Mm-hmm. Like literally that's what I love so much about him too, mm-hmm. is just how much he owns up to everything. Uh-huh. Um, Cause accountability is important. It's what Edmund um, would have wanted. Yeah. And he says too, Edmund wasn't afraid to fight for his family and everything else too. And it's just like, I love that line too. It's just, it's literally like one of the most perfect scenes. No, truly it is. It's, it's perfect. It is. It's just, it's so lovely. And like, I don't know how to, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about this scene. Yeah. It truly is just like a perfect scene. Couldn't ask for anything better. No all the awards like this should have been an emmy reel it really should have yeah like it's still I don't be, why it you know who knows yeah i don't know um I don't know where to find but man and like um oh also he, wait should we what i was gonna say even when he says like when gregory thinks he's bothering him and he goes i'm sorry ashley and he's like no like gregory come here and, and then like rising to say that like your latin tutor does not think you are stupid he thinks that i'm frightening and when you see his face in that moment i just i just why couldn't jonathan bailey not be such a great actor because then i could be detached and i could live my life normally not caring about anthony bridgerton and not losing sleep over him (laughs) saying i don't understand why you're losing sleep over anthony bridgerton it's not like he's an amazing person i love him so much and it's fine Yes, I'm losing sleep over a fictional character. Do not judge me. <laughs> I've never done that before in my life. Um, oh, we missed well, we talked about a little bit um that first scene with the Bridgertons and like, you know, Anthony being overbearing about Colin and stuff, but like we just talked about how Violet was sending lilacs and roses to Kate. And it's just I'm just putting it out there because it just it's just popped out at me again and I'm fine. Do you want to talk about Violet? Bye. Oh, I like, should we talk about that scene when we talk about Kate and Anthony? I, I don't know. I or should like, we talk about it now? I feel like we should talk about it now. Okay, let's do it. Again, this is another scene where it's just like. I actually didn't even write that much for this scene because it was his face is haunting me. Oh, my God. The way yep. he cradles his head, tries yep. to get his breathing under control. Yep. Literally, it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like every once again like, like every his, decision his hands Johnny made. On, like I could see his hands on his face without watching the scene like that scene is like etched in my memory it's like it's there forever. like I could see everything about it like just so vividly um, Same. it's literally like the way his face crumbles and like you said like going into him holding I I like it hurts the, the subtle breaks as he's like she's awake and then violet's like you know holding her mm-hmm. like heart and he's just yeah. and then he just like his shape like the the subtlety and how his body's shaking mm-hmm. it's, I, it's a scene that could have been overdone in the hands of another actor but jonathan bailey my guy stop this man needs an emmy he needs an emmy no he genuinely like i am not just saying this because he is my favorite character but like that scene alone and the scene with gregory like this man is like 
it's the subtlety in his performances that's so insane to me. Mm-hmm. Like his the 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 change in his eyes, like ev- it, he just he shows us so much. And he barely even says anything. That's the oh my god, I can't. And then Violet, like you know, her Ruth opening was staring up. the show equally with Johnny and Simone. I think she's the next like top actress with this yeah. season. Um, but her opening up, and there's that scene, and I remember I made myself cry. Like I I don't usually do that, but I like straight up wrote this line. And then it just made me like crumble. Um, so I don't know who has read like from our listeners, if they've read first come scandal, which is the fourth Brooksby book, fourth or fifth. I think it's fourth, right? Um, I think it's a fourth. Yeah. But there's that line in there where like Colin is like eating something like baby Colin is eating something that he probably should not be eating. And they're making fun of him for that. And then Violet just like kind of shrugs it off like, oh yeah, whatever. And they're like, you fussed over Anthony like he was made of porcelain. (laughs) And I just had this moment where I was like, you know, the kid that like she like fussed over the most and she kind of wanted to protect the most. I'm crying just. (laughs) It's fine. Um, I'm fine. That she... You know, like he—he's the one who broke the most of all her kids. That, like, you know, and that's such a thing with elder, like the elder sibling is, the parent is always so nervous with them, and they're the ones that they fuss over the most, and a lot of time they break the most <laughs> because they carry so much. And I just, I was like, yeah, you know, like this is that kid, like somewhere along the way in his life like he he was the one who broke the most and like you can kind of see her realize that when she like apologizes to him oh. and um the way she holds his hand <laughs> like this grown man and it's just you're so making funny. my eyes wet okay. I'm sorry I'm not like I can't with this scene I as angry as I am and as much as I hate how they've done certain things, like this is a scene that I'm so glad that they gave us because we needed to hear Violet apologize. And she didn't have to apologize because no one has to really apologize for like what grief does grief. to them. Yeah. But like, and you know, she couldn't control the fact that like Anthony was with Edmund when he died. Yeah. Like, or any of that, like, it's Anthony's life. It's not hers. But the fact that she does it because she's a mom and like, even though he's her eldest, like he's still like, he's still that little boy that she must find. Can we move on <laughs> from this scene? Because I they like, also, but she also says real love is worth the pain. And oh, it, again. Just, it hurts. It hurts. And um, and when she the way she says you cannot lose her. Like, yeah, it and. Oh. You know what I, I like and him saying, like, I do not think that I can see her. And I'm just like, God, like, but you can. You can. <laughs> you can. You're about to marry her. You idiot. 
but, like but i get what he's saying like, how terrified he was he is terrified and it's like it hurts so it much really but i it's love that crazy. she says like real love is worth the pain and yeah. he's like he, like even if she knew that this was edmund's fate that she would still choose a life with him no matter what yeah and yeah. i just her voice like i can hear her voice when she says like you cannot lose her like the way she repeats it <sighs> And both of their facial expressions, like, I, goodbye. Um, anyway, yeah. I can't. Moving on. Um, Moving on. Sharma's? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. I have lady. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just go to Anthony through Kate. Like, get out of the Sharma's with Kate when we go. Like, Anthony, after this scene, goes to, you know, her house, obviously, to propose. Yeah. And he brings tulips. Finally, tulips exist, guys. We didn't make it up. Um, yeah. And, you know, he proposes and Kate, sweet baby angel, thinks that he's doing it out of duty. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so she says no. And then he's like, you're running away. Yeah. And then she tells him that, like, I have my sister's blessing. I'm going to India. And then he says, you deserve so much more than that. Like, I took liberties. And then he calls her Kate again. Um, and then and then we could go to, I think that's that's kind of like that thing with that scene is just, oh my God, hold on. You hear his nails? Um, yeah. So I get why. But Kate- also he, yeah. And he also says, though, like, um, that like she's using Lady Danbury as her crotch because like she's gonna help them next season yeah. and all that yeah. stuff and she is running away. She is running away in the same way that he used to run away from his problems, like the idiots yep. that they are. Yep. Um. And then Edwina and Kate finally talk, mm-hmm. and Kate asks if she knew, and Kate says that she was lying to herself. Not oh. to mention the fact. That she apologizes once again. Kate apologizes again. What is this? Like the third time? Fourth time? Fifth time that Kate's apologized? And does Edwina ever apologize? Not, not, not in the traditional words of I'm sorry. No. She just like says that like, oh, like I realized that I do not even know you and then I'm done playing a part. And then she says like, Let's both go to this ball, but only come if you want to. So, like, at least finally in this moment, she gets it. Like, this is the most we've had of book Edwina, who is, like, aware, understands agency, is, like, cognizant of everything around her. And she is now, she now she said, I am a grown woman. I'd be like, yes, you are. I believe you. Yeah. Um, Even though, like, and I think we might have mentioned this before, but, like, I hate that, like, the whole idea of like self-discovery and like not knowing yourself like that's a great theme but then why at the end of the season are we unsure of who Kate is and Kate is unsure of herself and Edwina does not know who she is at all like I'm no Edwina now apparently knows her she's learning about herself she's learning she's made the decision to learn about herself I I don't understand that choice at all frankly i i really don't like that but i like that we actually have edwina from the books here yeah you know and then the Uh. scene with mary and kate is 
I think, equally pretty powerful. Um, and here is again why I'm frustrated because Shelly Khan is amazing. And yeah. she just, they had her stand there and smile. I understand yeah. she's a beautiful woman, but like dialogue, mm-hmm. character. That would be where nice. Where was she? Um, but this this makes sense. Like the idea of Kate feeling like she has to earn love and that she's done everything selflessly and Mary like finally realizing that like, oh my God, um, like Violet, she let this happen to her daughter. Like she let her- yeah you know, believe that it just, it breaks my heart. Like you never had to earn your place in this family. You owed me nothing. And when she says, I loved you from the day I met you, I was like, that's, that's the Mary and Kate, the one that like, yeah, you know, like she loves her. And when she, when she's, and I didn't know this until close captioning, like, but while she's hugging her, like she's just whispering my darling to Kate. And I just, <laughs> emo and you know kate obviously confesses that she thinks he's doing it out of mere duty because he does not love her and um and she's yeah and like all that is like perfect true to the book like all that all those feelings and everything because the thing with insecurities and the thing with doubt is that like you know it's not that like there there's this thing that like oh like kate it's not always physical like it's not like kate thinks that like she's repulsive because she can't possibly think that when simone's a goddess but it's like she heard anthony say that i'm never going to fall in love like she's she's holding on to those words and she loves him so she believes in this idea that like that anthony despite the fact that she has seen good in him and that she's seen moments of honesty and transparency and um that like she can see what he's done for his family but she still believes that he does not love her because she heard that and something yeah, like just that, that does not desires. go away without those exact words like yeah she just thinks it's lost mm-hmm. yeah um so i do i get that and then um and then at the dance the the dance between her and edwina i thought this. was adorable and really sweet um very Kate and Edwina too. Yeah. And I love what she says because that's who Kate is in the book. Like be funny, be brave and feeling like that is mm-hmm. book Kate. And that is yeah. what Simone has shown us with very little dialogue that I yeah. hope we get to see way more of. Like Kate is hilarious. Kate is brave and Kate is also yeah. vulnerable. And that's why mm-hmm. she is the perfect person for Anthony. Like that's And we see all of that through such subtlety that like if Simone got to like talk a little bit more, like if they gave her more dialogue, I don't know if we would be able to record this episode without like straight up just like blubbering through our tears. Yeah, it would be very difficult. It would be very (laughs) Very. difficult. Like because perfection is always harder to talk about than when something is actually flawed. Um, Yeah. And like she's she's a gift so she would have yeah she she did knock it out of the ballpark but if we had more it'd be unreal Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i do love too that here edwina finally says like kate can't avoid anthony all night and everything and it's like like literally like this is book edwina yeah here she is like 
there. Finally. Yep. Yep. Like noticing, yeah. wanting. Yeah. And she's paying attention to her sister. Yeah. And then Anthony comes to find her. Um, and I love this scene because this is like it. I I do love this dance so much. As much as I have my yeah. issues with it, I love it because first of all, the the scene with like perhaps I needed someone to keep me steady. Ooh, yes. It hits. And yes. then when he's like, you know, the how many fingers and the idiot does that like trick with the four. I love that. He's so much. It's so much how attractive they both are in this scene. Like it's genuinely stupid. Can you both calm yeah. down? Yeah. Thank you. And you know what? One thing though, that like always makes me a little sad rewatching this episode though, is like the fact that we don't get much of them. Yeah. In this episode where it's like, we have the hurt comfort in the beginning, which actually we didn't talk about, but which was, I, I always love some hurt comfort. Like we have that and we have like, you know, we see how much like being apart affects them, Yeah, you know, and like how also they are figuring out themselves. So it's like, I like that. But again, I wish maybe that was a little earlier so that we could get more of them because then it's like the only time they're having a conversation is the first proposal and then we're here but and like but this is amazing yeah like by her at least the stuff we when he when he she gets in the accident oh and when he's like he brings him back and he's fussing over her yeah 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 Yeah. my bad yeah (laughs) i yeah it's it's all good everything's fine and him carrying her through the rain um (laughs) but like the stuff we do get of them is amazing. Yeah. Do I want more? Yes. But like, like you said, this whole exchange with like the three, four finger, like it's so cheeky, Anthony. Yep. And I love it so much. And also like Kate hinting at like, I do want something. If yeah. you really do want yeah. me, like it, oof, and it's the good. dance is beautiful. And I love how like, they it really is. I, I, this is one of the things that I had written in my review as I said, like, oh, actually in the scene breakdown, I forget how many scene breakdowns I've done for this episode, but um, <laughs> like I had said that like, Anthony is never going to dance again after this. Like this, this is his last dance with yeah. anyone ever. Like he's never going to dance again if it's not with Kate. Um, mm-hmm. So I love how they're both really taking in the moment and <laughs> What I don't like about this scene, and again, it's, we just, okay. So the whole thing with this episode and Wally, darling Wally has, has said it many a times, Mm -hmm. but you know, the whole, the fact that the like queen basically just is suddenly um, the fairy godmother who can just whack her wand and solve problems. Queen X. No. Ah, yes, that is perfect. It is because she, like, I realize she's the queen, but it should not have been this easy. And if it was going to be this easy, why couldn't she do that last week in episode seven? Because the drama. But no, like, and this is what we were saying to you before, where it's like, if they were together and they didn't even have to say, I love you, but they could have been like, saying I do want to be with you and see where this goes and try to navigate this scandal while still dealing with this and working 
towards that, it would have felt earned rather than this is the first time that in public they are like really together. Yeah. And she just waves her hand and it's gone. So it's like, again, if they didn't have that wedding and they actually gave us them together and Mm -hmm. seeing them learn about each other and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. work towards this, it would not feel as Mm-hmm. pointless it almost makes things feel pointless like well, it's like it's cleaning everything up with a neat little bow that's not um ironed and carefully yeah. tied it's just like yeah. fake stick on bow it's not a neatly tied bow yeah and you know like oh I love the line in the stance that's like no one else matters like keep your eyes yep. on me like oh my god like oh that line like literally destroys me. Um, But they still could have done that if again, like they were actually courting and we still could have had the same scenario. Granted, it wouldn't be a last dance, but I think they wanted that drama of a last dance. So again, for we're sacrificing more meaningful storytelling and something that makes a little more sense for drama and yeah, a wee bit frustrating. But I do forgive it just because it's a beautiful dance. Like it is and- a beautiful dance, and I love it. I do love it. Yeah, and they're it's so like stupidly beautiful, and her eyes. Like God bless Jack Murphy for giving us that scene of her eyes. Hmm. Hmm. It's oh, oh, yeah. and it's like I hate that it's a breakup song, but I do love the song, and also the way they spin together. Oh. Oh my God. Yes. Like their bodies, just the way they move is so organic. It's stupid. I hate them both. But then I also still like every time I watch this, like, I love this. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the scene, but I I always can't help like a little bit of like, this isn't how it's supposed to be for that. (laughs) Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine because this is beautiful and their faces are insane. And the emotions that they emote yep, <laughs> are insane. And I love that it's like they can't kiss on the dance floor, but it's like they both clearly want to. And you're like, are y'all y'all okay? Yeah. Like you guys, 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 stop. Yeah, that. they do. Stop that. Um, and it's just, I do love this idea that they are having these conversations in silence. Like there's so much happening yeah. in silence that Jonathan Bailey and Simone Ashley are working their butts off to effortlessly show us mm-hmm. what Kate and Anthony have been through and so much of their love story because they understand it. Yeah. Um, and then the it's, dance it's ends. It's so beautiful. And they're still clinging to each other. It hurts. And then they separate. And then uh, back to the end. Again, back to Wally. I wish that they did not. I love Anthony's speech. I really do. Uh, Yes. But like, I do not love the fact that he said like that they brought in love at first sight as a trope. Like, come on. We already had forbidden love. We had enemies to lovers. We had slow burn what we did not need love at first sight because it was not love at first sight it was attraction at first sight like it just it it like threw everything together to be like look the story's been progressing from day one and yeah and and it's like it hasn't no and thing is kate and anthony like while i do believe that there was undeniably an attraction from that very first episode if i was going to argue when they fell in love and 
guaranteed this happens in the show and it happens in the book. It's Palmouth. Oh, yeah. The oh, moment yeah. that those two fall in the sand together in the mud, that's when they fall in love. Yeah. Like, and like, I can understand where I do feel like, you know, there is that, like you said, the attraction yeah. at first, like there, you, you can tell that like, there's a click there yeah. that like you wouldn't have with anyone else no. other than the person we're no. going to fall in love with. But to say that they fell in love then, or like, it was like, I've loved you since then. It feels like it cheapens their relationship and their journey. And that works for Benedict and Sophie because they're both idiots. And not to mention that they have a longer first meeting with the dance, the kiss, the glove, Mm -hmm. like that they can say they fell in love from the moment they met. But Anthony and Key, I'm like, y'all didn't. But then again, and then another part of me is like, but Anthony's not a poet. Maybe he thought this was more romantic to say it like this. Maybe. (laughs) And so he just threw it out there. Um but I love the transparency of when he says, like, I was fearful of losing you. That's Ooh, why I couldn't the way he, myself. Yeah. The way he says that. I, the, okay. The one thing you can tell, because again, Jonathan Bailey, just this man, I cannot with this man. The fact that from the very first dance, if you look at him, like you can tell he's holding his breath. Like this man has not exhaled properly. Like, you know, when you have anxiety and you're breathing, right? Because, you know, you need to survive. But like, and then you have that moment where whatever it is that's making you anxious, it, it just, the, the, like it all, I always say that like having anxiety for me, it feels like there's an elephant weighing on my chest and mm-hmm. I'm breathing and I'm fine. But until like the storms and the waves have stopped, yeah. I'm not breathing the way that I should be. Like I'm holding it all in. I'm drowning in those feelings and you're just, you're there and you look like you're put together, but you're not, you are swimming to like, get out of this, like to like move the, 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 the elephant's foot off of your chest to like swim out of the waves. Um, I, I can write this better than I'm trying to say it because I'm emo about it. But like, you can tell that he is holding so much in, like he's wrecked. And that's why I guess the use of wrecking ball is a great song because he really is like, yeah, like, you know, in the music video when Miley Cyrus is literally on a wrecking ball. I feel like that wrecking ball is on top of Anthony's head, like chest. Yeah. 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 When he puts his hand to his chest and says like, you know, like, I love you. Um, I've always loved you. Like he, he starts to like the pushing is happening of like moving that ball yeah. away from him. Yeah. But until Kate says, I love you too. When you look at his face and you can tell that he just like, it's off of him. Like he's like, you breathing see again. Yeah. Hear it. It's you, like- yes. He, you hear it. You see it. And his face when he realizes that like, wait, she just, she said she loves me too. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. I, oof, you too. Yeah. Stop that. Um, <laughs> and then I just, I will humble myself for you because I want a life that suits us both. And I love that because that's, I, always, that's, that's them. I love that line so much. Like, <sighs> because oh. You know, we've always said that, like, the library scene is always going to be my favorite scene be- be- between them. Mm-hmm. And 
what I love about the library scene is that he humbles himself before her. Like he gets down on his knees, he gets down to her level. He completely humbles himself to help this woman to be by her side. And in this moment, he like utters those words out loud that he will do that. And I just. Yep. 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 And then, you know, her little like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just like him being like, oh, we finally see eye to eye on something. I'm like, you guys are dumb. You see eye to eye on, on so many everything. things. And her you being really like, do, but you're both just so they're proud. idiots. And then, um, you know, when he says like, is that a promise, Kathania Sharma? And <laughs> bye. I can't. I'm very glad that we we do get a full name use because I I just I yeah. love um or just yeah. in general I am that person that loves a full name use like if somebody's name is yeah. shortened I love when there are people that call them by their full name yeah um, even if it's just like a moment like this it's yeah it's perfect it's perfect absolutely perfect like the only thing that's not perfect about it is Anthony where did you learn that <laughs> where did you learn that why is it the first time that we're learning this is her full name too like i wish we heard like never mind we came to see it i did read a fic the other day that while they were in um you know the after the the gazebo scene where they are lying in bed um and she she tells him there that like you know my full name is not kate so i'll take that headcanon yeah, but I really wish we didn't have to resort to head cannons. I wish we knew how Anthony knew, but you know what? I love fireworks, and then they kiss. And- I do love like the music change here. Yeah, going back to like, ooh, it uh, is chills. We could form an attachment chills. because that's my that. This is the magic of Bridgerton. Like, yes, this scene is the kind of magic that I expected from this show. That like just yeah. makes your heart like jump from happiness um yeah and i also love there's like a few like little scenes like in this so like i love you see like uh violet and lady danbury yeah. like watching the fireworks together like yeah. it's so sweet i really like that and then you know the whole thing with penelope and you're like oh this is the village and or villain origin story but clearly it's not yeah i don't i don't know what's happening next season <laughs> but anyway and then six yeah. months later then eloise crying yeah too. oof that okay. was a uh, with the paper that was rough round that's a powerful yeah. scene like that scene that was wrenching um yeah and colin brought people to will's club will's so club yeah i really I'm hope excited. we we'll get see to more see them. more of will and alice yeah yeah that would be nice i like them i do too and i really want alice and like kate and eloise all these people to be friends like i want alice to have more girlfriends because yes. she just she just seems amazing and I want more screen time for her. That's it. I know. That's simple. Your dynamic too is so cute. Yeah. Like, um, so that was lovely to see that and to have Colin apologize yeah. and like, you know, show that like, hey. Um, yeah. And then six months later, and once again, Jonathan Bailey, why? Like there was absolutely no reason for you to go that hard. Like we're already attracted to you, my guy. There was no need for his voice to sound to 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 just sound the way it does when he says Viscountess. Mm-hmm. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I love it. Like they're just that so shit happy. has me so unhinged that I can hear it in my head, and I just like, 
like I need to go lie down right now for a bit. Like, <laughs> why? It's great. It's great. Um, not yeah, and then this scene being used from the gazebo scene, huh? Cute. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna comment on that. No. Whenever and then they have six months traveling on their honeymoon, which I never would have expected from either of them, but no. I'm glad they're taking time for yep. themselves. Where do they go? Can we get a flashback of where they went montage, please and thank you? Yeah, that would um, be nice. And the idiots coming down the stairs just completely besotted with each other. Okay, fine. so um, cute. But this final scene, I remember the second I watched it, like, you know, when he spins her and he, and he holds her, I was like, that's it. That's the deep dive cover like that. I have to use mm-hmm. that in the deep dive. Like, it's just it's oh. one of those scenes where it's so brief and it's not enough because they're so beautiful. But yeah, both Jonathan Bailey and Simone Ashley just show us so much of their happiness. And like mm-hmm. the weight is lifted off of both of them. They're both free from all the yeah. pain and all the suffering and the sun shining on them. Like it's truly, again, as angry as I am and as frustrated as I am with how much we didn't see, what we did see was so beautiful, especially in this episode. Yeah. That like that's why I was okay because especially this scene of this like the way that they're just just with each other these idiots yeah. like it's picturesque. There's something too about Daphne watching them that makes me tear up. This like the, yeah, just the like scene ending with Daphne smiling is just so heartwarming. I- there's something about it that literally like kills me and but then and you go back to them and it's just like they're so happy and she's so happy for them and it's like it's maybe it's played great. that it's scene great. so beautifully like you know that this cast really does love each other and like the siblings yeah. they actually think that they're siblings and so her face yeah. it it feels really honest and it, it yeah you, you look at that and you're like that's a sister looking at her brother who's who who yeah like, She's known his pain more than she's known his happiness. Mm-hmm. And that's I the first time. My... <laughs> yeah. Like I see myself in her too. I'm like, they're together. Finally. Oh, yeah. I'm not crying. <laughs> I I feel it. I feel the pressure. No, it's me. right there. Like the tears are right there. Um, um, it's a good thing we don't have video use on these cameras. These would be re- like these episodes. These would be embarrassing. But yeah, it she would just, be. I was like a mess half yeah. the time. So. She's she's so wholesome in that moment and so pure. And it's such a beautiful reflection of like just everything coming full circle. Like it's mm-hmm. exactly how I would have pictured Daphne looking at them. And I'm so yeah. glad we got that. Like I really mm-hmm. appreciate them doing that for us. Um, and then the two yeah. of them yelling at Newton, you know oh I love that so much because it's such a mom and dad yell (laughs) it's literally I I brings me just so much joy that whole exchange this scene just is joy and Violet watching them Lady Danbury watching (laughs) them where are Mary and Edwina with the queen I don't know but like everyone watching them and then just like Eloise with her like mallet on her back I'm like I can't be comfortable no and then the fact that they saved them the pink and the black mallet like it's things like this that I'm like you know you're paying homage to the best parts of the books yeah and I am appreciative for that Mm -hmm. um 
and these two actors like this is fact if anyone else was playing anthony and kate i can't i can't they they're the reason this couple is so deeply beloved yes 100 percent. they're the reason i'm not a normal person yeah yeah so they made them special like julia quinn wrote these books but jonathan bailey and simone ashley are what made them special like they they, they brought them life in a different way like i just i'm very grateful for those bits despite how frustrated i am at chunks of the season um Mm -hmm. hopefully we get more next season i'm not going to predict anything i'm not going to sit here and conspire but hopefully we do i gotta tell you i have no expectations yeah no i don't either so we'll see um i don't want to have expectations what do you what do you rate this episode um 7.5 um because of deus ex machina and no wedding and everything we miss because i i you know i i have those issues and i can't get rid of them but that being said it is still my favorite episode that's interesting yeah yeah i like because i i again there's still so many loose ends and things that i i could i could actually get more negative about this episode but we're not going to go there because let's end on a more positive note you know um, but yeah, the Deus Ex Machina really kills it for me. I gotta tell you. Well, it really took it down. And yeah. the lack of a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What would I you give it? Nine. The scenes with the family alone. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the things I know. that bother you know what? me. I give it an eight. I do. The, I give it an eight. The things that bother me in this episode are things that in time i will be over but the things that i love are things that i deeply love so like the scene with benedict and um benedict clearly i'm I'm not benedict to be next season um gregory and anthony violet and anthony kate and mary kate and anthony and Mm -hmm. um even just objectively from tv viewing standpoint everything with eloise on penelope i feel maybe honestly great yeah. television so yeah and even honestly um benedict and eloise that's a brilliant scene too so the, mm-hmm. the the things that frustrated me with kate and anthony i'm okay with because of how the rest of the episode really plays out like when i'm actually watching mm-hmm. this episode midway uh, not even midway when does the violet scene start because after that i'm just bawling the whole time so i think for me i i can get away with the things that i don't like so not yeah. for sure yeah i take it back i'll i'll give it an eight i'm taking off for like i said the do sex machina yeah and i can't help but take off for like the how kate and anthony had maybe 10 minutes in the yeah. finale and just again how much we miss of them that i personally was like i think that what i was looking forward to the most to this season was post marriage for them and seeing how though that relationship changed so and that is completely not there at all 
So I think we'll see that next season, but who knows how much of it. I hope so, but like we're already in I love you phase. But I mean, obviously there's still more for them to learn of each other, but at this point, should they know a lot of each other six months later? Or did they? So it's like they just banging the entire time. I I will banging for six months and then getting to know each other after that. I will take that headcanon so that I did not miss any emotional growth with them. I would gladly take that You know, that I genuinely don't think so. The reason I say that, like, I think w- emotional growth will hopefully get more of, because again, Jonathan Bailey has also said he really wants to explore the idea of Anthony's mortality. And I think that's something that could come nothing. in. Of the writers, yeah. I, but I trust but if, Jonathan Bailey, but I do not trust the writing. If he has any edited. power we'll get this but I feel like we could get the growth the emotional growth I feel like could come in with Kate's pregnancy with Edmund and how that plays out if we actually do get storylines but if she gets I I know this is a me thing and I'm sure a lot of people don't feel this way but I really don't want her to be pregnant from the beginning of the season I don't think she finds out like like I if anything, like I would hope like midway through, cause I want to see them be a couple. They have yeah, not yeah, been, no, no, I agree they need to have time before yeah. they go jump back into family life. Cause they are no, already always family. I agree. So for sure. For sure. I think, but again, I, hopefully, but I, thinking- I'm sorry. I'm so like jaded from this season that I really have a hard time getting my hopes up for next season. And obviously, I mean, I don't I have, have hopes, but they keep talking when every time Jonathan Bailey and Simone Ashley talk, I'm just like, I trust you guys. Can you write the show? Trust, can you write the show? Them. Yeah, I trust them, but no one else. And we were gaslit so much for this season that I literally like, even though I trust them, I cannot. Yeah, they're not in charge. I can't, you know, they could take the script and run with it. Just produce can a they? show on their own. I said this to a friend today. I said, I just want a Kate and Anthony spinoff at this point. Can we? Can we? They're popular more? enough where that could that should happen. But you know what? Can but as a writer, just thinking about that, I'm already exhausted of how much I'd have to cover. So sometimes I'm grateful for how little I've had to do. <laughs> I'm happy that you were grateful. <laughs> but because I'm if I love, I love them too much. So if we, if this was perfect. Like, I would not be able to put any attention to any of the other shows I cover. And that is not professionalism. <laughs> so. Is it though? Uh, no. What would you rate the entire season? No, no, no. Better question. What would you? Okay. This is so tough. Yeah. No, no. I don't know. <laughs> it, it would like. The entire season, I give it like a C. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, but like, I give Kate and Anthony chemistry. And like, like I said, and I've said this before, fan videos save me. So I would still give them an A just because I love them so much. Yeah. Um, but I would give the entire season like a C. And then like C. Bridgerton family wise, I give them like, a B minus because we got some really great stuff, but mm-hmm. we could have also gotten way more. Yeah. Feather I agree. Pins, I give them an F. No offense. Other yeah. than Penelope, she gets an A because I yeah. did like her character growth. Fully agree there. Kate and Anthony, I would give a B plus. 
valid. And give them an A minus. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like get too deep into uh, fan videos. So it's like telling you that videos do something else. Like I, I, and I knew this would happen to me. I was like, at least fan videos will like take the burn off. Cause there's that one episode that we don't talk about that. I've, (laughs) I've gotten better about like just taking it out of my brain. Um, I should, there's, there's one that I do love. I should rewatch it and then watch others. I have a whole playlist for you. Um, I know you shared it with me. I need to and then like Sharma it. family, sadly, I give them a C because oh, God. there was great moments. moments. Yeah. They maybe, get a C yeah. minus. I'm like, I'm sorry. It, you take, you take that book and that dynamic with those women and yeah, then you and do you ruin it and you don't have it until the last episode. No. C minus is me being generous. Yeah, it's. Sad. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really. The, the salty. only reason I give it a C is because of that final scene with Marion Edwina, Kate, Marion Kate. Yeah, it really is beautiful. So it is. Um, music A. Music A, absolutely. I um, love Chris Bowers. Please, for the love of God, just put every release single everything. Track release everything, because every time I rewatch it, I'm like. Why isn't this on the album? Why isn't that on the album? Yeah. And for the love of God, harmony dance. When Please. can we get it? Ever can we get it? Anyway, there's a lot of there's a lot more questions than than answers, and I don't know. You know, because we'll be back to talk about romancing Mr. Bridgerton. Yes, like after the first trailer or something. Yeah, because. <laughs> I don't know where they're going and I'm not going to read the source material and be attached to it in any way. So no, no, I will reread it. But like you said, I am not, I have no thoughts in my mind of them (laughs) recreating almost anything in that book. Yeah. (laughs) Like I, I don't even know where they can go from where we're at to where the book is honestly yeah, no, i don't either so i don't i don't know we shall see we shall see all righty you guys know the drill you can follow us on twitter at lady geeks pod and on instagram at lady geeks podcast let us know if you think that if there's anything we missed if there's anything you like us to talk about I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm down to talk. And goodbye. Until next time. <laughs>